What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Triangle Park Sports Pod Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Anto, and joining me are my co-hosts, Connor and Aiden. Excited to bring you guys, uh, you know, episode two and pick up right where we left off. Bad takes only. That's it. <laughs> bad takes only. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of bad takes, you guys want to start off uh, this Gonzaga or Gonzaga Baylor game from last week? I know we uh, – All right. B- B- Baylor played a, a near-perfect game. <laughs> they – I forget how many turnovers Gonzaga had, but Baylor had 16 offensive boards. Gonzaga shot 51% and still lost by double digits in a game which really never seemed – at the end of the first half, it seemed like Gonzaga went on a run, but they were still bound 10. Baylor played great. I I think people had Baylor winning, but they didn't have them winning that clearly. Um, it kind of – I don't know. It kind of sucks for Gonzaga. Not only, like, the undefeated thing. I just feel like for them – the only next step they can make is to win a national championship. Like that, like that, I don't know. It kind of sucks. I wanted to see Gonzaga win, but fuck Baylor. They, they did the thing. That's it. Yeah. I mean, what this Mark Few is taking Gonzaga to NCAA tournament 22 years in a row. Never made it. They made it. What six out of the last that will. Two fun fours. Yeah. In the last six years. Right. And um, yeah, they just haven't been able to put it together. I, I mean, Baylor came out so hot, so fast. Like, they came out swinging. And I think – I mean, I've heard a couple different sources and things all over Twitter and people saying that they've heard that um, Gonzaga had bottles of champagne, like, waiting for them in their locker room, ready just to kind of celebrate. So, I think Baylor got word, and they kind of came out with a chip on their shoulder. Davian Mitchell might have been the best two-way player behind Johnny Juzang in the entire tournament. And that game solidified that for me. He was a force shutdown I mean, anybody they put on him on on, on Gonzaga's – I mean, he was a freak, absolute freak. But Gonzaga – I mean, Gonzaga came out super slow and, like, they just didn't look prepared. Drew Timmy looked lost. They were – yeah, B- Baylor won that. Yeah, so much more than the score says. Definitely a tough look for Gonzaga. I did have faith in Gonzaga, like, throughout – like, I didn't – I was hoping they would come back, and I always thought they could because, again, they're a great team. They won – all but like two games mm-hmm. this year by double digits. So mm-hmm. like you knew they had the ability to hit a couple shots and get the game closer. And what was the closest it got within like nine and immediately Baylor went on a mini run. Uh, so yeah, like there wasn't any college team like ever beating Baylor that night. Uh, I don't think so either. I think, yeah, I think Gonzaga was that 2018. They were in the finals. That game was uh, against North Carolina. That game was amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't think like again like Gonzaga's not like going away anytime soon as a program. But they like this was like a special team because they had I think four players who are like uh, like top five in their position in the country, uh, and to not finish is is tough for them. But I mean, they had two players on the bench that could start at like eighty five to ninety percent of programs in the country. And they were their sixth and seventh man off the bench. So they definitely were set. Um, oh, I had a I had something I wanted to say. Mm, I forget about this about this Baylor team. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, ba- Baylor just have to run that game, and they did so in very, you know, very. Oh, what I was going to say is this was the. I mean, 
the last I want to say the last two games of the NCAA tournament for them. Um, so the Sweet uh, Elite Eight and Final Four, they finally looked like themselves again. So after their last COVID pause, I wasn't too high on them. They just came back shaky. They lost to Kansas and like Kansas was a solid team. They weren't the normal team, but they weren't. I don't know. Baylor just looked off. The way they finished and closed out the NCAA tournament put no doubt, and I don't think in anybody's mind that they were the real deal. They're, yeah, they just absolutely crushed it from from tip yeah. off to the final buzzer. Yeah, if it wasn't for that COVID pause, like they probably could have ended the season undefeated too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But yeah, so sticking with the theme of basketball, um, I mean. The NBA right now is getting to an exciting time. Kind of the season's winding down again. All Knicks boys, so we're loving the way things are going right now. Um, but but, Con, you wanted to walk us through this this Anthony Edwards comment or uh, that about RJ Barrett and kind of what's been what's been going through it. Yeah, so that was uh, I think Mark's thirty first against the mm-hmm. Wolves uh, in an interview. Anthony Edwards was like, uh, "Yeah, like we were we were like." or something to the effect of like they were content with RJ having the ball at the end, taking a shot because that's who they wanted shooting a uh, couple of days later, like in an interview, someone asked him about it. He's like, he's like, Oh yeah, I, I heard him. I heard him. And then the next week he hit, uh, he had a go ahead shot, like a game tying shot, uh, clutch threes all week. So he's like, RJ Barrett's a really good player and he's 20 years old. So if he continues progressing and if he can be like more consistent, like uh, obviously it's a lot to ask, be like, Hey, consistently hit clutch shots at the end of the game. But like, he's looking really good right now, which is. Yeah, no, he's, I think that kind of lit a fire under him. I don't want to say he was struggling, but there was a couple games where I think they expected more from him. I mean, again, he's 20. He's not, he's not the, I mean, they have Julius Randle who's on an, a tear right now so he doesn't have to be the guy but I think he's I think he kind of shut up a lot of haters and people who said that he wasn't what he was supposed to be and what he was going to be do you think I guess it's kind of hard because the athleticism really isn't there but do you think he has the same ceiling like a Jason Tatum has because I think Tatum's athleticism kind of beats out RJ's right which is tough it's tough um I he could be like a major contributor to a finals team. I don't know if he can be a star. I mean, I don't know if Jason Tatum can be a star or like the, the guy, the like, guy, um, they probably need like one or two other like major, uh, contributors, but yeah, I mean, he's 20 years old and I don't yeah. know Tatum too. So like Tatum's yeah. also gonna be getting better. So yeah. Aiden, you're shaking your head. You don't, you don't, yeah, like I, that? I just, I mean, we'll see. Right, but right now, based on him and guys who have been similar to him in the league, I don't think he's the guy who will take a next team to the championship. Right, I mean, right now it looks like, even though Julius Randle isn't a lights-out shooter and shooting kind of kills in the NBA right now, like Randle's that guy for the Knicks right now. And if they want to go far, the Knicks will go as far as Julius Randle takes them. R.J. Barrett is maybe more important, right, because – if Randall has a decent night, like he still puts up numbers, but like Barrett needs to be on. It's like kind of similar to like a Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson for the Heat last year, right? Mm-hmm. Like they needed those guys to be on to help Butler um, and Bam. Um, I, I mean, like Giannis. Giannis's first two, three years in the league, no one thought he was going to lead a team the way he is. Yeah. Um, RJ doesn't have the athleticism or the build or anything like that, but. 
again, like with these guys, you said he's 20. You just yeah. need to wait and see what they're capable of. Um, aside from like a Trey Young or a Luca or a Zion, these guys take time to really develop and kind of blossom. Yeah, what I really like about RJ's game, I mean, he doesn't always bully his way to the rim, but he gets to the rim. He's really creative. Being that lefty really helps him on that on that front. So I think he could definitely make that happen. But I don't – yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever – if he's ready to be – I mean, he doesn't have to be the guy yet. We have a couple of years for, for the Knicks, hopefully. Um, yeah. At least there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope. If quickly sticks around, if Mitchell Robinson develops a little bit more um, and stays healthy and stays on the floor, I think he's – I mean, I, I like that young core. Um, I think D. Rose working with RJ and working with Emmanuel quickly is going to be huge for them too, given that that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah no. So oh, go on, come on, my bad. They're five hundred and they're <laughs> the eight seed, and I haven't been happy about a Knicks season in so long. So, like, I will take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and they're that's the best part. They're just fun to watch. They have energy. They have life. They're just they're fun now. This offense is like everything about them from top to bottom. Is just a, a fun mm-hmm. roster. I mean, there's been ugly games for sure, but a lot mm-hmm. of them have been fun. I mean, even last night's game, like that went down to the wire. Randall's hitting his free throw. Like it's yeah. just a fun team right now. Yeah, if they can win a couple more games and like get into that middle of the, uh, the like the five six seeds, like and make a competitive series in the playoffs, like. I will be ecstatic because like, I mean, yeah. they're not going to. Well, what's cool is Philly, Brooklyn, or uh, mm-hmm. the Bucks. But if they win a couple games against them, like that's enough for me for the season. And I mean, t- I'm not like a happy to be their person, but sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> you just like kept pausing a little bit. I was like, oh, is he done? Is he done? Um, four through nine right now are all separated by three games. Mm-hmm. Um. And the Hornets at six are without LaMelo Ball. They've been trending downwards, right? So I think, like, best-case scenario, they sneak into four or five and have hopes of playing a two series. But Sixers, Nets, Bucks, I don't think any of those lower teams beat them. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, again, who thought the Heat were going to beat the Bucks last year? No one, but, like, based on – those three teams fully healthy. I don't think any of those lower teams beat them. So your only hope to really get to the second round is being a four or five uh, for these kind of six teams. Yeah. I mean, in both in the game and in the entire season, basketball's game of runs, if they just hit the right streak at the right, I mean, that, that last week and a half of the season, they could sneak up a little bit. As long as they don't fall, we, we just can't have too big of a fall off in the next you know week. Um, but then otherwise, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't really know. I think there's a very clear two powerhouses in in Brooklyn and LA. I really don't know what else is happening. How are you going to stop? Like I was thinking the other day, and I was talking to one of my buddies. Um, the Lakers team gave it to Brooklyn. Granted, Brooklyn's still not 100, percent but neither of the Lakers. How are you going to stop LeBron, AD, and Drum- like and Drummond? You can't. You're not getting rebounds over the three of them. You're not going to be able to pull your way inside. The three of them are just. Absolute massive human beings. Dennis Schroeder, maybe not the best defender in the league, but he can hang with a large number of, you know, a large number of point guards. Kyrie might win the majority of those matchups probably just because of his craftiness and his skills. But I think Schroeder is as good of a defender as you could put on him. And if you match, again, if you put the other three big men around him, I don't know, a healthy Brooklyn Nets team, a healthy Lakers team, I think that's going to be – that's that, that's the storyline of the playoffs, right? That's that's we all know what's coming. It's going to be Brooklyn versus the Lakers. Well, the West is interesting. I mean, Lakers are a five seed right now, so like 
I, 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 out a week I would half. still project that predict them to go all the way, but like a lot of really good teams in the West. So I don't know. There is, but there LeBron's taken worse teams to the finals with a five, like with a four seed. I mean, or yeah. I mean, so like it's if he stays healthy and he he's gonna want to play, you know, close to close to forty minutes a game. He's gonna want to play 38, 37 yeah. minutes. Like it's gonna happen, I think. But you know, crazier things have happened. Yeah, I do feel like it's a tougher route for the Lakers than the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like the the Sixers and the Bucks, like. As good as they get, I just like I don't I won't trust them until they make it type of thing. Like the the power that the the star power that the Nets have is just I don't know I don't know who's beating them in the East. It's just it's unreal. Every time it's the West, just... is, the West is a lot of fun. Question about the yeah. West. Mm-hmm. So I mean, right now just, I'm I'm looking at the standings. Right, it looks like one through seven. That's going to be pretty rock chalk, right? Um, so I'm looking at the bottom four, the Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors, Pelicans, all fine for one spot. I don't think anyone would be like, I want the Spurs, right, to, to make it, right? Like, like as a fan, right? Like the Grizzlies, it's like, do we get Ja, right? Do we get Ja in a seven-game series, see what he can do? Pelicans, do we get Zion? Do we get Lonzo, all of them? Or do we get Steph Curry, like, playing out of his mind, now that James Wiseman's out, like leading as depleted as it gets Warriors team. And like, cause he's playing as good as anyone right now. Like he, I, I think he's my MVP. I know NBA, like they, these awards always go to like the, the, the best team like guys, but like, I'm trying to figure out what I want to see most. I, I think for me right now, playoff Steph is like too fun to pass up. Right. Like, and if, any team has the ability to maybe beat a one or a two seed, Jazz, Clippers, Suns, whoever, right? Like, I, I want to see Steph Curry average like 45. Um, and then I think after that, I don't I don't know. I, I think I would want the Grizzly over the Pelicans. I don't know yet. But I, yeah, the I Spurs like are the least that. exciting team from yeah. a fan perspective, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Who's a fuck place for the Spurs? <laughs> Lonnie Walker, baby. Lonnie Walker can get up. He's fun, they, but yeah, the rest of the team. Do they have DeRozan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. DeRozan, DeRozan, I love DeRozan, but like, I'm I if I never see the Spurs like make a deep run again, <laughs> like I, nothing. I don't have anything against them. They're just like, just the Spurs. I don't know. You know, think, like Tim Duncan was fun after that. Tim Manu, Tony, they were fun, but nah, yeah, I think once you remove that fundamental like sound, like that was that's what made the spur. Like you take out those those roots, and now it's like. I think I'm just still mad at them for Ray Allen winning that series for the Heat. Yeah, just rebound <laughs> the ball, bro. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. Either way, that the, I mean, personally, I mean. The first round of the NBA playoffs, I never find the most exciting. I wait. I mean, I'll watch them, but I don't think it's going to be the biggest telltale. Last two, I think, I mean, semifinals and finals are where things get going for him. So right. we'll see who can make a run in the next couple of weeks and mm-hmm. we'll pick up. Uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on. Yeah, but, no, I, I always want more Golden State over yeah. all of those. Teams. Uh, although, as, as much as I love John Wright and Zion, I'd still rather see Steph. I'd still rather see stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I, like Aiden said, playoff Steph, kicking mm-hmm. ball, it's fun. But, yep. But we'll see. But um, you know, next enough about the NBA. Let's talk about you know our our real 
a real love for these these lovely New York Mets and the state of baseball for a, for for us, but really just overall. So there's been 11 games, right? 11, 11 days, 11 days in the season, 11 games, whatever it is. The Mets have played five games and another right now tonight. So it's five out of 12 now. Um, I don't, I, this is the greatest, like this is the most Mets start I think will ever. There's so much excitement. There's so much ha- happiness, love. We're on such a high streak that, you know, heading three days into the season with the resign or the extension of, of Lindor. De- I mean, DeGrom looks great. Like, there's just such a buzz and, the way we went down the first week is just the most Mets thing possible. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't need – we got to be careful if we give Connor the mic here because he's a drama queen. He's melodramatic. They're fine. We can talk in a month and we'll see, but they're, they're okay. No, I, I I think they are okay. I'm just gonna keep talking so Connor can't jump in. But I th- I agree they're okay. It's still so here's early. the thing. <laughs> no, they are fine. I I do think they're fine. They're two and three, which like obviously sucks. And like it's the way that the offense just isn't doing the offense continuing to not help Degrom. Fourteen Ks for the fourth time in his career, which is his career high. Yeah. He's won one of those games, or he has one win. Or they no, yeah, he, one he has one win on those. It's yeah, I saw something a stat earlier today that in um in his career, right? So over his career in I don't know how many games it is, but in his in his career games where he has a game score of 60, 60 or higher, so a very good pitching games, right? Um, he's lost or gotten a no decision in forty eight percent of those. There's only one pitcher in history that has a higher percentage of losses and no decisions. People say it's like, oh, you know, I, I don't think anybody besides Mets fans understand what DeGrom goes through because they're always like, oh, you know, DeGrom gets no help. DeGrom gets no help. DeGrom, after game one, led in, led led the team in batting average, on-base percentage, slug, slugging percentage, winning, uh, wins created, ERA, and war for both position players and pitchers. Granted, small sample size, right, one game, but how are you going to pick, like, pull the guy after six innings with 77 pitches, who's your only offense and defense at that point in the game? I get, you know, game one out of 162. This is where just me being like, how do you take the best pitcher of baseball? You take the ball out of the best pitcher in baseball hands in a very winnable game in a game where he hasn't even come close to his pitch count. We easily could have gotten a seventh and eighth out of him. Um, he was dealing. He wasn't struggling through that game by any means. Not one bit. He didn't look depleted. Didn't look off. I don't know. He was getting no help. I think. I don't know. I, I that just floored me. It was just like and it's game the one. That, the fact that they have a losing record when Degrom pitches since 2018, which was his first of his back-to-back Cy Young years, it's like spectacularly bad. It's so Mets. Like yeah, it's just so Mets. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still excited. Again, yeah, yeah, we are fine. Uh, still early, but we got to be winning those games, or at least like. Give him one run. <laughs> what really drives me nuts, or not drives me nuts, what really worries me is that we're going to have too many of these games where we're like, oh, it's okay. Like, okay, we'll get – like, we're going to have too many of these games and we're going to dig ourselves into this big hole and then we're going to get Stro- – uh, we're going to get Carrasco back. We're going to get Syndergaard back. And it's just going to be a game of clawing out of this this yeah. this hole that we dug ourselves in. Again, it's so early. Who knows what's going to happen? Is Conforto going to be struggling with runners on scoring? Well, two games ago, he left nine men on by himself. 
Like, is he going to do that all season? No. Is Lindor going to be struggling? No. Nimmo is still going to have a high base, like one of the highest base percentages. Yes. Nim- like the team's going to put it together. Um, yeah. It's also tough. I mean, being New York, we're the most critical fans in any sport. Like, it's just the worst. We expect the most. It's not going to be long term. It's just, I think it was just took they took the air out of your sails so quickly because of the level of excitement that came out. And then I, I know Connor has a lot to say about this too. Um, but the way that we win that walk off against, right, right. So it's setting up to be the perfect storybook, right? Home opener. Man on second and third, one out. Lindor comes up to plate. Like you bring us home this win, you automatically like you're you, everyone loves you, right? Right off the bat, they intentionally walk in, which I think everybody in that arena, anybody who watched that game knew it was coming. There was no reason to let him hit. And then Conforto gets up, and what happens, Con? What happens in this Conforto bet? Uh, we cheated. We <laughs> <laughs> we cheated and we won. Um, whatever, whatever. Within the confines of the game, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was no fault. Young has to call it. Has to call it. They reviewed they, it. They, they, they did it a little bit. Yeah, uh, but that's not a reviewable play. That's the whole problem. That's what half of the oh, internet's pissed it? off. They did uh, review it, but it's not review. They couldn't yeah. overturn it, so they reviewed it for no reason. Yeah, that's what Wait, kind of had. They, the, why can't they review it? You can't because argue a point. strike. Yeah, you like it had to do with, like the strikes and the balls kind of call, and you can't review yeah. that because the call, the correct call is that regardless of whether or not it hits him. The ball is in the strike zone, so it's a strike first. And I think it's like you can't review balls and strikes. So like you can de- you can review to determine whether or not he leaned into it or tried to get out of the way. Um, but I, I I also don't know why they couldn't determine that he leaned into it. Yeah, and I mean, here's either, the thing: yeah. it barely touched him. If you're an umpire and you can see that it barely touched him, sure, I'm sure there was some sound there a little bit. You yeah. can you can tell if he if if he leaned in and you wanted to call it. Yeah. So that's that's like a, a referee missing a holding call or some mm-hmm. shit like that, right? Like, like you can't review it for a holding call. Should it be called when there's holding? Yeah. Should he have been called for leaning? Sure. But the whatever. I mean, great job by him sticking his elbow in just enough and quickly getting out of the way. Cause I saw it live and it's like, it looked like he leaned in, but he backed off right away. So like live it, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have a half of a second to make that call for Conforto to decide. I mean, I'm it, in. I mean I'll, I'll take the win. I'm, I'm taking Marlon's that win. Cry about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I saw someone post um, a video afterwards that like Derek Dietrich used to do that all the time, which was like, yeah, whatever it is, it's part of it is part of the game. I mean, there, there's a lot of unwritten rules in baseball. There's a lot of written rules, obviously, but there's a lot of things. I mean, it's just part of the game. That was, that was a written rule. That was a written. That's rule. definitely a written rule. That's definitely a written rule. <laughs> and they said a, they got it wrong, but like, yeah, they'll yeah, admit a long season. Yeah, hundred percent a long season. Um, that kind of brings up the point that I want to. I really wanted to hammer in is this instant replay in baseball because this week there's been two huge game ending calls right or, or you know game defining calls the first being the Mets and Conforto which again I'm not complaining about I'll take that win but last night's missed call at home plate in the Braves Phillies game I don't I mean there was a couple I mean there's definitely a lot of reasons that I support instant replay in baseball um you know Gallagher's perfect game that should have like that if they're if, if reviewable or if we had instant replay that's 
right? That's that's overturning. Um, a couple of years ago, Todd Helton got pulled with like a foot and a half off the bag. They like there's stupid little things like that, very clear calls, stolen bases, and things like that. But then there's days like these where they just miss so badly in live and review that it's almost not even worth it. You just wasted, you know, five, seven, ten minutes of the game. Um, but for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, in the Braves Phillies game last night, um, Alec Boehm tags up on a fly ball to left field. Um, slides into home, right? Marcelo Zuna throws him down, or throws the ball down to home, slightly to the left, like you know, so the catcher, uh, Darno has to kind of take a half step to go get it. Comes back for the tag while Boehm sliding feet first to like the left side of the plate, uh, I guess right side of the plate. Um, in real time, I could see it like his foot does look like it hits the plate, but then they slow it down to super slow mo, and his toe hits before the plate. And his foot bounces over the plate, never actually touches the plate, gets tagged halfway through that slide. Um, but they called him safe at home. And after reviewing it, they couldn't overturn it or didn't overturn it, I guess. Um, having half the baseball world, including players up in arms over it. I don't, I, I, I don't know. That was such a bad call. It hurts us again, NL East against NL East. Con and I were saying before that if it were anybody except the Braves and the Phillies, if it was an AL team, if it was an AL West team, NL Central, I don't care. That's fine. But the fact that it's NL East on NL East twice in the same week, I don't know. But it, overall, I mean, do you guys like the the instant replay? Do you guys like what they use it for? And do you think they should change it in any way? It's fine. Right. Um, I mean, most of the time, right, like most of the time with instant replay in baseball – they keep, I'm fine with instant replay in any sports as long as they keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, just make your decision and go on with it, right? Like, baseball, like, for some close, like, safe alcohol, like, why not do a quick minute review? Like, like if he's safe, he should be safe. If he's out, he should be out. It's cool that we have what we got, right? Um, like, I, I'm more in favor of that than I am for, like um, – automated strike strikes calls. oh my god right? like, like because there you're allowing for the human error and for like a personality of an umpire in a game right it's gonna is matter it, is it tight or is it open like what what is the strike zone because that's part of the game and that's cool but i don't think someone being safe on first when they're really out like that isn't baseball right so the fact that they can review those things i'm in for it um foul fair foul like i'm in for it um as long as it doesn't slow down the game too much Right. I'm not about speeding up the game necessarily, but like when we have five, 10 minute long breaks, just to like review one play, uh, we just got to move on. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Kind yeah. feel the same. I, mean, I really think it's like they need to have a fifth umpire reviewing everything. Like, why are they going to look at, to review it? Like if the, if there's a challenge or they want to review it, whatever, call up the guy in the booth, be like, Hey, was he out or safe or whatever? And they call it like, they shouldn't, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with that. Like reviewing calls is fine. Like you should get the calls right. And yeah, like, I mean, there's a lot of ridiculous things about baseball. Like the fact that every park is different. In context, <laughs> like, it does not make any sense at all. The fact that like you can have a different strike zone for different umpire, ridiculous, but like it's part of the game. So who cares? But like, again, get your, get your outs and saves right. Like, and the fact that they reviewed it and kept the call when like everyone watching it was like, he didn't touch the base. That's where like, it just, 
I don't know. That, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine the NBA Golden State just came out. They're like, yeah, we're moving the three point line back four <laughs> feet at our home court. You guys are all screwed. Yeah. Right? Well, like you just like drag like two of the corners, make the corner circles instead of <laughs> what? That's or ridiculous. Like Sha- Shaquille O'Neal like buys a team. He's like, all right. No three pointers. Okay. <laughs> if you don't get five points, all right, we're in it. Fuck. Yeah. You know. Know. No, so there's just like there's just a, a mound on like the 40 yard line in the yeah. stadium. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But I, I think the yeah, I mean I'm the same thing. I think it's good. I don't like they're changing ways, they're changing things in the game to speed it up, but the slowest part of the game is the review. Like yeah. you're putting the pitch clock on it, you're like adding people in extra innings, but you're going to take 10 minutes to review a thing. And one of the other things I really hate about instant review is that the umpires have so many more reviews that like people don't get to see. And like any sport too, like they have oh, like the umpires get like certain viewers. They don't show them on the big screen. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Just that, so- I don't get that at all. It's same like football. It's like, like, Oh, like they have different camera angles that like, we don't see like why. Yeah. Just why let everybody see everybody like- or everything. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no instant replay. I think it's, it's great until it's not. And someone said something great. Again, I saw on Twitter. Twitter is like my main source of everything. But Twitter said like instant replays are just like NFL offensive linemen. They're great if you don't hear about them. Right? The the less you hear about them, the better they are. Um, No one talks about NFL linemen unless they're not doing well, not protecting their quarterback, their weak offensive lines. Like, yeah, if they're doing what they're supposed to do, no one cares. But when they're ruining games and changing things and just not, I don't know. Again, the fact that it was NL East, NL East, maybe we feel some type of way on it. If it's the Twins, White Sox, I don't care, right? I, I don't. I feel like I'm the opposite, though. Like, I'm happy that the Braves suffered from this call. I'm not happy that the Phillies benefited, but, like, if it was, like, White Sox versus Twins, I'd be like, the MLB is ridiculous. Like, screw that. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'd have less personal ties, so I'd, <laughs> I wouldn't care about the outcome. I would just more so be pissed at the general. Like, what the hell are you – like, how bad are you doing? But whatever. There's a reason that we're sitting here and not calling balls and strikes and plays at the plate or whatever. But, yeah. um, Yeah, no. You know what? Instant replays are going to do whatever for us. But I want to talk about the overall, I mean, I guess first week and a half of baseball, almost two weeks now, uh, or first full full week of baseball, two weeks, Mm -hmm. whatever it was. We all know what I'm trying to say. Um, There's been a lot of new names, new faces, a lot of exciting things around, and then a lot of – returning faces who are kind of I don't want to say slow to get going but um not doing the what we expected from them right away the first one I want to talk about is um I, I think I think it's your mean Mercedes right your mean Mercedes I believe it's called dude was on an absolute tear started off eight for eight in his rookie seat like in his and I mean MLB debut first time in history and through seven games so far he's hitting 536 which is just like outrageous. And he's hit like, I think it's like four home runs now or three home runs. Um, he's an absolute monster, absolute monster for um, the White Sox, which already kind of had a stacked team in Eloy Jimenez. Uh, I mean, Abreu and obviously Tim Anderson, Luis Robert. Um, Eloy going down doesn't help, but that team is fun. And your mean Mercedes is no, no different. Like he's just this big Brock dude that hits bombs. Um, so he's been off to a hot start, which has been a lot of fun. Tyler Naquin. I don't know. Have you guys heard of Tyler Naquin yet? Yeah. He's been cooking, absolutely cooking. Um, yeah, there's a lot of new faces, new names, um, which has been fun. But the one I think I'm most interested to see what happens is Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton, I think, is the best player in baseball right now. 
He's hitting high for an average right now. He's got five home runs. He's playing well defensively. And this is the first time he's starting a season and hopefully we'll go start to finish completely healthy. Um, I know some people are calling for him to be MVP. I don't think so. Personally, I don't think he's like, yeah, I mean, that's what I think. I think he's going to be a good player all year. And if he stays healthy, he'll be great, but I don't think he's going to be MVP type type caliber yet. First half of April MVP. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. The month of April, like good for him. But I think if he stays healthy, he'll be, he'll be a lot of fun. Um, In my head, I don't think anyone's touching. I mean, Trout in my head is on a pedestal. That's untouchable. He's just, he's the best that, I don't know if there's a player that we've been around for that is consistently as good as Mike Trout for the whole – I mean, we saw – I mean, obviously Barry Bonds, but there's whatever you want to say about Barry Bonds. He was a phenomenal player even before everything happened. Um, but I don't think anybody's as good as Mike Trout in any sense. I don't I don't know if you guys think otherwise. We have some people I like the end of their careers, like – Ichiro was always so fun to watch, like just getting yeah. hits. I mean, we had a little bit of we had a little bit of Sosa and Griffey. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Right? So, so we had a, but like the entirety, the entirety of it. It's cool to see. I mean, in the same way, right? Like we didn't get Michael Jordan, but we get LeBron James. We get yeah, Kobe, yeah. right? Like, like in that same way. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing like yeah. We saw the back end of Jeter, which may not have been you know as good as Mike Trout or anything, but he had that. I mean, he, I don't know if there was a more known baseball player mm-hmm. in that, you know, mid 2000s run and late 90s and everything for than Jeter. Um, so I think that Trout's going to be MVP in the AL. That's just my thing. I, I don't think anybody deserves it more than him year in and year out, um, except Shohei Otani. Yeah. <laughs> I love Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Is he, uh, has, I, the last time we, the last time last week was right after he hit and pitched. And hit that he threw a hundred and hit a hundred. Um, yeah. I genuinely haven't seen or heard anything since then about him. Has he been cooking still? Do you know? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I haven't heard anything at all. I'm not sure. I haven't been following that intently aside from the mess. Yeah, no. That's been pretty lax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the very weak first couple first right. week or whatever. Um yeah. The, the 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 other big storyline I, I I was I found the other day that I thought was really cool. Did you guys hear about the uh, Brian Honeywell? Right, the Rays pitcher. So he was one of the top prospects in their entire organization. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I did hear this. And then he got Tommy John, and he's been battling that. It had been thirteen, like almost thirteen hundred days since his last like live in-game mm-hmm. performance, which was in twenty seventeen. Um, but then he they 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 pitched him yesterday against the Yankees. He threw two innings, six outs, gave no hits. Like he shot everybody down that he saw. A couple strikeouts, which was fun. Um, but I just thought it was kind of like a really cool feel-good moment, like having him come back. But then I found out today they optioned him back down to the minors already, which is it's like, yeah, like, you see it. yeah, right. They 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 optioned him down for another pitcher. I mean, they, it's cool that he got to do it, but it's like, damn, that's things after you know spending thirteen hundred days battling back from Tommy John. Get your shot against the Yankees. Do exceptionally well too. I mean, sitting down, he got like. Judge to fly out. He stuck out Stanton looking. Um, he got Glaber on a check swing. Like he pitched against like the heart of their order and did really well. And then they're like, all right, thanks. <laughs> Go back down. Yeah, which <laughs> classic. Um, and the other really cool thing I saw the other day and heard about, I imagine you guys hear, heard about Trey Mancini, right? Right, Trey Mancini. Well, Trey Mancini, um, first baseman for the Baltimore Orioles, 
was got was diagnosed with cancer. So it had been since 2019 since he had played, battled, overcame, and he back to the majors this year. Uh, but he got his first home run at home the other day, which is just kind of like a really cool moment. They they allowed fans in Baltimore too, and he's like their guy. Obviously, Baltimore is not a good team. They don't really have anybody. <laughs> Yeah, I got two comments. One, yeah. that, that's really cool. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm really yeah. happy for the guy. Two, did you actually believe us to have a working knowledge of the Baltimore Orioles? Uh, <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> I don't, yeah, no, I mean, besides Trey Mancini, there's really not much happening there. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, no, no, yeah, it was just kind of a cool feel-good week for, for a couple things in baseball, which was exciting. Um, and then the, I think it was the Giants. Maybe there was the Giants. I forget. But um, uh, 10 years ago, there was a fan who got involved like, in an altercation outside of the game. Um, got – yeah, it was, some, game, right? it was the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, it was like at a Dodgers game, a Giants fan got – Yeah, right. Attacked. Yeah, yeah, after that. And so they brought him out and had him throw the first pitch um, in a home game the other night after spending the last 10 years working on kind of – ways to kind of help build um anti-violence and especially yeah. the, with the like world of sports is like main yeah 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 and i mean we, i mean yeah sports fans are ruthless yeah. so it's it stinks that it happened but it was kind of again a couple of really cool feel-good things that happened in the world of baseball the last the last week um but did you see acuna uh i'll beat out the, the yeah, routine ground ball that he somehow like he I don't know yeah. teleported from home to first like yeah yeah no they he's a he's a freak I, he's he's an absolute freak the Braves the Braves are full of freaks Freddie Freeman's a freak yeah. Ozzy Albie's has been off to a really Ozzy Albie's is on my fantasy team and he started off the season 0 of 19 and I was really disappointed by that but then he's got like got it cooking but they're just full of absolute freak but like yeah he ran like it was like 31 feet per second yeah it was it was wild it was like the ball hopped up on Didi and he took like another little step and like gunned it to first and Acuna was just there already. Yeah. Like it was Didi's third fastest tracked throw in the last like five years. And the only two that were more than that were relays to home. So like, he was like this fastest throw to first. He's yeah. ever, like in the last couple of years since like yeah. 2018 or something like that. Yeah, no. And then, yeah, the, that Braves team, if they get cooking, that's what scares me because they have, they have a lot, a lot of weapons. Would you guys see that that fan that was heckling Bryce, saying that he was never going to be as good as Acuna, but he kept saying Acuna. So Bryce just turns around, and starts yelling back at him, explaining how to say Acuna. <laughs> it's like imagine getting heckled by like your opposing team, right? One of your rivals, and just not even getting heckled by the correct, like correctly. And that's all player interactions with the fans. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't see what it actually was, but that's so funny that like, how, how do you get your star player's name wrong? Especially if you're heckling, like it's good by Bryce. I know. Yeah, hey man, that's respectable by Bryce for sure. I mean, good for him. I still hate Bryce Harper. Hate oh, Bryce Harper. I don't know if there's anybody in the league I hate as much as him right now. Just for and there's oh in the league right now. Okay. Yeah, I can name a couple. Well, let me let me let me look something up real quick. Oh, I mean, if you want to go all time, I can give you. Uh, all time, I definitely all time. No, yeah, no, definitely not all the time, but I don't, I don't, I mean, Altuve is probably up there too, but Chase Utley's retired. That's what I'm saying. Chase Utley, by far, most hated baseball player of all time. Yeah, I agree. 
And the, the difference between, like, I also hate Chipper, but the difference is I don't respect Chase Utley, and I can respect Chipper. Chipper was a beast, right? I hate that he named his, his child Shay. Hate it. But, like, I hate every fiber of Chase Utley's being. I kind of love it. Well, I, yeah, well. Oh, I hate Chipper Jones. I, yeah, but I hate Chase Utley a world more. Yeah. Especially like, I, I hate Chipper Jones, but Chase Utley is, like, scum of the earth like i hate chipper jones wild. in a way that you hate an athlete like you don't like that athlete i yeah. hate i just i hate yeah chase utley yeah i don't i don't know if there's any other way to put it mm-hmm. yeah so but uh, but right now yeah bryce harper's definitely definitely the guy that that people love to hate but, yeah but it, yeah no so it's either way i just want to throw in that i called dom smith being the first met to hit a home run as well that you did. That you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the first game, because I said, "Wait!" I said, "If he started, I said, if he started, which he did start." Yeah, he, which he did start. Close enough, I guess. Yeah, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. No, either way, things right. are shaping up for the baseball season, which is good. We're gonna have a lot more to unpack once the Mets play more than five games, which will yeah, be good. Um, the last thing, I guess, I know I, I saw. I thought about too is what do you guys think of Strowman kind of unleashing after not even unleashing? Just he kind of had some remarks about starting the yeah. game yesterday and then uh, only throwing nine pitch. Like, yeah, what do you guys think about the, the Strowman world right now? Yeah, another classic Mets mix up because there wasn't a right. didn't Ross like push to start the game. Yeah, yeah, he, he warmed to... up, pitched everything, and now he's got to wait five days. Yeah. So yeah, he has every right to be pissed. Has Ross done anything that makes y'all like? believe in him as a manager he the thing the problem is like he hasn't done anything wrong enough yet for me still you know he's done no, 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 i'm not saying okay, no, last season i'm not i'm not even to really count last season last season it was a watch hey, no matter what he did o- o- opening day what are we talking about here don't get all right all right but he's done one, he's so for one on big decisions <laughs> yeah i but like over two maybe i don't know about last night being of uh, one of those big decision things, but I, right. I don't it support like, it. Wasn't like a manager decision. No, but like no, but like people have made worse decisions in bigger shit. You're in the World Series. You're pulling Blake Snell. That's a worse decision than pulling Degrom on opening day. Yeah. Right. It, it's always it's always annoying for to like hear about how awesome Terry Collins was as a person. Yeah. In the clubhouse, but like because he was such a terrible manager, but like everyone loved him. So like. Uh, yeah. Like, no. I I wish like we had that kind of personality, but like. We, I don't know. We really need a good manager. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't, I don't think Rojas will be great. He's not going to be good. Like, no, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not totally off of him yet. I don't know. That's cute. Yeah. I don't know. I think Connor <laughs> froze. I can still hear. Okay. All right. Sorry. You're back. But yeah. So we'll, we'll see how things unfold in the next couple of weeks. Maybe I will have something to hate Rojas for very quickly, but I don't know. Not yet. Not yet. But I don't know. We'll see what unfolds. All right, everybody. Anything else you guys want to bring up right now? Hold your peace. WNBA draft this week. Yep. Dallas has Dallas has too many picks. Like it, I don't <laughs> I don't know how they acquire all these picks, but like they have the I think it's the one, two, five, seven, and thirteen. So four picks in the first round, and then the first pick of the second round. Um, yeah. One. Liberty of the sixth five. pick. Um, I'm excited. 
I need, they, they definitely need to expand the league because there's too many like good players coming out of college nowadays. So, uh, is there there's 16 or eight teams? There are 12 teams. 12 teams. Okay. So <laughs> <the difference. laughs> yeah, Dallas yeah, has the one, five, seven, and, yeah, one, five, seven, and thirteen. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Talked about earlier about the jersey release, jersey releases. Uh, jersey. Dude, they were sick. They do have some fire ones. Uh, yeah. Are you wearing your Liberty jersey right now? I am. Oh, dude, I would have. <laughs> I would have thrown on my my dream jersey. Ooh, nice. Damn. Yeah, Atlanta definitely has the best jerseys. Uh, I like Chicago's. Chicago is sick. Uh, I, I would put Chicago at three behind Phoenix, but they're all like. They're oh, all right we should have done a ranking. We should do that next week. Next we week, make, okay. We'll do. We, we'll we, do we that. can rank them. We can spend we'll, like. We'll touch okay. on the draft too. Cool. All right. Yeah, so we'll, you we'll have to look forward to uh, yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy Policia, Carol Doherty. All right, this is what Dude, you I've known to. you for 25 years. You still can't say my last name, right? Policia. Fuck you. <laughs> say my last name, asshole. Campolitano. <laughs> Campolitano, idiot. What did I say? You're both wrong. You didn't say that. <laughs> Campolitano? Uh, whatever. Forget it. All right. You know what? <laughs> we're out of here uh, listeners thanks for joining us for you know episode two and of uh triangle park sports podcast we, we appreciate you guys listening in we will be back next week like the boys said we got some some ranking systems we're going to run through um we'll, we'll break down some the WNBA draft and some other you know things exciting things happening hopefully the Mets play more than five games um but we'll, we'll see what happens but again appreciate you guys we'll catch you guys next time